Hello everyone, I hope you're all well. Um, apologies for the slight delay in posting this, recording this episode. It's been a bit of a hectic week, um, just in general at work. Um, so the theme of this episode, um, I went to see a dress rehearsal of Hairspray, the musical, very exciting, with uh, Michael Ball and Les Dennis in it. Um, as well as Marisha Wallace um, and Lizzie B as well. So it's a great cast and I felt very privileged to be there last night. Um, if anyone's listening and they've booked tickets for the, the run at the London Coliseum, um, you're in for a real treat. It's it's so much good fun. I'm not going to say any more um, because I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm very, very excited uh, to see this musical back in the West End. I was sitting there last night listening to the music and it got me thinking about some of my favourite music soundtracks that I'd just like to stick on if I'm feeling down or just needing a bit of a pick-me-up. Um, so I thought I'd talk you through some of my, my, my old-time favourites. Um, I hope that's okay with everyone. Um, so the first one I want to discuss is uh, the film version of Guys and Arms. Now I know there's quite a few songs, well there were five songs from the original musical left out, there was a couple of changes, a couple of new additions, but I remember first seeing this film and I was just, I fell in love with the music um, that Frank Losser uh, created for this, this, this musical. You could say some of the attitudes um, the story is a little bit dated, but I think for me that's part of its charm. Um, it was also the way it was back then and when, when it was filmed, the era that it was set in, it had all that going on for it. Um, but I just, I just love a good old-fashioned musical. I can't help it, and it's got some of my, my all-time favourite songs in it that I love to see being performed live including if i were a bell which is just a brilliantly sweet charming hilarious song um as well as the the, the title track as well i think that's that's got great gusto to it um it's those are just two of my favorite favorite songs from a musical um of which i, I will admit there are many um i know there's been some talk about there being a remake of the film. Um, I don't know whether that's going to happen or not. Um, but just looking up um, for, to record this, uh, it seems like there could potentially be a remake and I don't quite know how that will work, whether it will be quite so well received as the original was. Um, but it seems to be the, the in thing to recreate um, classic musical, so obviously we're going to have um, West Side Story coming out, Steven Spielberg's is coming out, uh, version of it. Um, so that would be quite interesting to see how they put a contemporary spin on it. Um, but yeah, for me, Guys and Dolls is one of those soundtracks where it's just, it's good old-fashioned entertainment. You can just sit and listen to songs and you can they're instantly hummable. Now, there are some contemporary musicals, some, not a lot, 
um, that you could probably not quite say that about that you leave being like you have to sing sing or hum along. Um, so yeah, that's that's one of them. Um, now, My Fair Lady. Now, I I love Julie Andrews, I really do. But for some reason, when I put the film on, I know Audrey Hepburn is not singing in this, um, which is really disappointing for me because um, if anyone knows or is a huge Audrey Hepburn fan and you've you've got the DVD, you can actually hear us her voice. Um, it's one of special features, and it breaks my heart because the flow vocally Audrey was perhaps not considered to be perfect. I think it was more of a match um, for for the character as opposed to Barney Nixon, who has got who had one of the most beautiful voices I've ever heard um, performing. You know, she she's done all kinds of vocals for different different actresses but for some reason I understand you know Eliza doing this or it's an iconic role and for some reason I just feel like she had just too much of a classical quality to her voice make it seem natural um, for a character um, I understand certain songs that the pitching had to be right and it had to be charming and elegant and everything else but my main problem with that was that it just didn't feel right but on saying that my fair lady um was composed by alan j rana and frederick lowe and it was it there's such outstanding quality songs on there that i just make me feel instantly happy i mean wouldn't it be lovely for a start it's got such a beautiful wistful dreamy quality to it that i cannot um get over it's it, it's again it's another one of those songs that is up there as my favorite it's 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 everything you want in the song and it shows it's dreams isn't it it's the idea of that dreams Following your dreams, and it is the best version of, well, this is what I want from life. Um, but then it contrasts nicely with the, the feistiness um, of just you wait. And she's just, Eliza at this point is obviously being very frustrated and fed up with Professor Henry Higgins. I mean, who wouldn't um, with his attitude? Um, and then again, that contrasts nicely with. On the street where you live, um, which perhaps is not one of my favourite, most favourite songs from the musical, but it shows a diversity and it shows the range of characters just wonderfully. Um, well, um, so as I mentioned, hairspray is just fun, and I was sitting there listening to the music um, and lyrics of Mark Shaman and Scott Workman. Um, it, it was just a fantastic. I was I was literally sitting in the theatre at the London Coliseum last night, and my toes were tapping constantly. Uh, it's just got one of those scores that just make you instantly feel happier and a little bit more hopeful about the world. And 
that change is coming. It is coming, and it may not happen overnight, but on, unless we make that first step and try and make little change, things aren't going to change. And this is an idea that comes comes through in so many of the songs in this. Um, but it's it's just such a playful and fun score. For example, obviously the opening number, Good Morning Baltimore. It's just it's just hilarious. And it gives you a great insight into the character of Tracy and what she experiences on her day-to-day -day life. You know, the people she encounters and it really sets the scene nicely in a fun and playful way. And obviously at the end of that, you've got uh, You Can't Stop the Beat, which is just fast, furious. It feels like a true celebration song. And, but it, equally underneath that, it's, it's a song about determination. Just keep going, keep going no matter what. Um, and then you've got songs that just catch you out of the blue, strike you right in the heart. Um, in particular, um, I know where I've been. That song always sends me, it, it, it gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. It is one of those songs where I just, it takes you into a whole different world and it's, it is quite heartbreaking, listen, but it's a such a powerful song and it sits so nicely in contrast with all the other songs that are fun, go happy. This one is making a serious point. Um, and where it is in story as well, it's it's a high quality song that is, is very difficult to beat. Um, Obviously, in the film, Queen Latifah sang it, um, but my goodness, Marisha Wallace um, for this new version of Hairspray coming to London, she does a wowzer job. I think she literally brought the house down. She got a standing ovation for it um, last night, and she thoroughly, thoroughly deserved it. It was, it was fantastic. Um, so moving on for this, so if we're looking forward into December, uh, well, November really, but December is when it officially opens, Moulin Rouge. Now, the film always dazzled me. Um, more and more I watch it. But the musical, the Broadway musical cast recording is is absolutely everything and more that you want to want it to be. For those who don't like class, classic songs or likes their music with a little bit more edge, what they have done for this show is incredible. It, it blends so many pop, um, popular songs that it's, it's incredible. I don't know how they managed to get it just right and switches and it changed constantly now that I understand to some people that's quite disorientating. But because the songs have been blended so, so well, there's no, it feels seamless. And I really, as much as I can't wait to see how the songs come to life, how they bring it all to life on stage, 
I think the soundtrack has got such an electrifying energy all on its own. I, I, I can't, I can't fault it really. Um, and also it's got a great sense of theatricality about it. Um, every song is there for a reason. It's every segment has been carefully thought out and it's very, very incredible how cleverly they put it together. Um, yes, so that that's one of my go-tos if I'm in the mood for celebrating or having a party. That's, that is one of my go-to uh, soundtracks. Um, in contrast with this, um, School of Rock, I remember seeing the first preview of this, um, at what was the New London Theatre, but it's now the Gillian Lynn Theatre. Um, I, I, I think I'd seen the film about once, perhaps by this point. And I was like, well, how are they going to, how are going to do this? But the kids are so talented and the Broadway cast recording is it's electrifying. Um, you really get a sense of the energy, the enthusiasm, the joy that every song in this show brings. Um, in particular, I mean, Stick It To The Man and You're In The Band are just songs that you just cannot get away from. It is, they're both brilliant, brilliant songs. Um, very rock focused, obviously, given the title of the show. And the story as well. Um, and it feels it's it's great to listen to that soundtrack, even if you've not seen the musical or the film. There is this. It's great. It's absolutely fantastic, and it always manages to put a smile on my face while whenever I listen to it. Um, if we're going to go back down to the old school, classical roots. Um, Top Hats, the musical, is something I'm desperately waiting to see back on stage at some point. Um, because Irvin Berlin's songs, I've just got such a charm about them that I can't help but smile um, when they, when you hear them. Um, in particular, for me, the highlights of the show that oh, Top Hat um, include, you know, Cheetah Chink, uh, Top Hat, White Tail, White Coat, White Tie and Tail, sorry. Um, songs like that. It's just so perky and graceful and elegant. Um, and it just reminds you of a time that has gone by. And yes, again, perhaps some of the um, ideas perhaps a little bit dated. men women yes but you've got to go in with your eyes open um, and just take it for what it is because it's such, it, musically it's such a gorgeous ride of a musical it was a really it's got such delicacy and it's just beautiful I love love um, Top Hat um, Again, just going down a similar theme, the same could be said about American in Paris, um, which is more of a dance-based musical, but again, with you 
when you've got such a great composer such as George Gershwin, you can't really go wrong because, this, again, the quality of the music and the lyrics are just so beautiful. And, it, again, it's just another classy musical that just blew me away when I saw it. And, as I say, it is more of a dance-based musical but when there are there are me when there is music it's it's beautiful it just it all fits in naturally and it's charm it's an elegant it's very elegant and it's very sophisticated love letter to the arts um in, in different ways um in terms of music in terms of the the, the art the story that immersion story um, and of course the dancing, um, but obviously it's classic songs like "Swonderful," um, "I Got Rhythm," that just elevate the story to a whole new level and make it stand out beautifully. Um, it's such a wonderful, wonderful piece, um, and I feel like its run in London was cut short. Um, but at least we you know we've got a soundtrack to keep us going and remind us of this beautiful musical. Um, so I'm moving back into the contemporary period now um, with Anne Juliet. Um, when I saw this, I was blown away by the sheer energy and passion that was thrown into each song that was performed. Now. For those who don't know, a lot of the songs are by Max Martin. Um, so he's a massive name in the world of pop music. Um, he'll have done so many songs that you'll recognise, but I've just, things like Raw and Oops, I Did It Again are just two examples. So he's worked with quite a few stars in his time, like Britney Spears, Katy Perry, Backstreet Boys, all those kind of names. And I wasn't sure because obviously I was familiar with the songs, but I wasn't sure how they would fit in with a retelling of Romeo and Juliet, but from Juliet's perspective. And yet somehow it's it, it does. It's completely paid off um, in terms of the story and driving driving the emotional heart of it forward and particularly for the character um Juliet um there's some wonderful performances on the, the London cast recording I'm not going to name names because they're all fantastic on it um but it if you're feeling a little bit like not sure about where this is go and see it because I think you'd be surprised just how much works song wise because I know I was I, I really was but it was really worth a watch and I can't wait to go and see it when I'm allowed to see it in full um, capacity um, which hopefully won't be too much longer um, so ninth on my list here is the London cast recording of 42nd Street um, when I went to see this I, I wasn't too sold on the story but then the music came along and 
it's just it's just your know, typical big show business loving musical that has got so much to it, so much going on. Um, it's a show within a show, um, which I wasn't too sure about. And then you get into it, and it's it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. Um, shuffle off to Buffalo. You're in the money. Um, go into your dance. There are so many about a quarter to nine. There's just so many great classy tunes in there that just always, always make me smile and wish that I could tap dance is another thing because obviously on the class recording you can hear them tap dancing and it's it's just such a joy to sort of, it makes you feel like you're part of the show and you're what reliving it all over again. Um, so if you haven't listened to it, please, please, please do because it is such a fantastic um, revival um, of it and it was, I wish it was back. Um, the final one on my list is not actually something that's come over to the UK yet. Um, I have heard rumours that it was going to come over, but as such, nothing's happened yet. Now I think potentially a certain thing has kind of thrown it all to muck, um, a certain virus, I should say. Um, but Anastasia, I may have mentioned before, if I haven't, um, it was one of the first films that I saw in the cinema. It's one of the first things. And... Of course, there are certain songs that make you think this was always going to be transformed into a musical. Um, which is, you know, it's, it's natural and everything else. Um, but this one, this Broadway interpretation has taken the film and transformed the fantasy to see elements of it in the sense they tried to be a little bit more accurate in terms of the history of the story um, which is not always easy um, but they've got some really lovely songs in there including The Never Flows and A Crowd of Thousands um, which are just two really lovely songs that fit in with the story um beautifully and it is well worth a listen of course the classics once upon a december and journey into the past are there and they are beloved songs anyway um and it was just such a joy to listen to the soundtrack and i'm even more desperate after i heard it for the first time, I was even more desperate for it to come over as soon as possible to the UK. So if anyone's listening who can maybe make that happen, um, would really be grateful if you could, because I think it's a musical that would be a, a nice addition. Um, I don't know how popular it would be over here, but I think I would really, really love to see it. Just, just say I have but also the music in it is 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 wonderful as well. Um, so that's that's my sort of 10 picks. 
and there are others that I could have mentioned, including Greece, uh, Sound of Music, Les Miserables, Phantom of the Opera. Uh, but the ones that I have picked, I think, just re represent my kind of style. So I'd be interested to know if anyone's listening in, what your favourite musical theatre soundtracks are, um, and how you how you see them as a whole. Um, obviously, get in touch via Twitter. Um, Love London, Love Culture is on Instagram as well, so just look us up there if you want to mention it, because I will be mentioning that this is going out on there, so please feel free to get in touch with me there. Um, and in the meantime, I hope that you are still keeping safe and well, and that hopefully it's not too much longer before we can really get back together again properly and not have to worry about this last year or so um anymore so anyway i will be back next week hopefully uh next saturday um but if not it will be sunday it's either saturday or sunday i promise i will keep this up because i'm really enjoying it um i don't know if anyone's enjoying listening to this or not um but it's been a real joy so far to do so please share all your thoughts and opinions with me i'd really 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 love to hear your thoughts um in the meantime take care and have a good week i'll speak to you next week <laughs>